Welcome back inside of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and this week we are pleased to be joined by Eric Rust and Rolando Zamago. They're from the Can Cleaners out in Ankeny, Iowa. Eric, Rolando, how are you guys? Amazing. Doing good. <laughs> well, thank you guys for making some time to come on the show. You guys are one of the newer businesses, so it'll be really interesting, I think, for prospects to hear the different planning you did, the steps you took in order to have a successful launch. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to find out from you guys, how did you learn about trash bin cleaning? So I've known Eric for quite a bit of time now. Um, I actually, he used to be my boss. So it's kind of funny that we're partnered up now, but you know, we're just in his backyard having a couple beers with our daughters. We have two of them and you know, we just started talking. We were wanting to be out of corporate America and we said, you know, we want to start our own business. And after, you know, a week, he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I found the perfect <laughs> business that we can join and start. And so that's kind of where it started. During that week, my wife and I were kind of talking about it back and forth. And um, at the time I was donating plasma. And uh, the one thing that we did look at was the equipment. And I thought, well, if we are going to do this, we're going to need to get a truck. And so I was in my appointment donating plasma and she just called me out of the clear blue she's like hey she's like i've got our car ready to go she's like we're going to trade it in we're buying a truck today and and we're gonna do this thing so <laughs> that's how it started that's awesome i remember when i first spoke to you guys it was early last summer and you guys did a lot of planning before moving forward in september what were some of the things you guys were getting situated on your end before you made the decision to jump into it um well it was something that we knew that we had talked about um, just based on some of the feedback that you provided and some of the other feedback that we that we saw throughout the some of the uh, posts, social media posts and stuff is that it's not a get rich quick scheme, um, that it is going to take some time, some marketing. So we did take we took the time to determine how do we want to finance this or how do we want to come up with the funds to start the business? How do we want to run the business? Um, and how do we want to set this up to make sure that it's set up properly so that it lasts um, over over time um, and to determine, you know, if we want to grow it, where do we want to grow it? How do we want to grow it? And and how much do we really want to work at this and, and keep it going? Yeah, I mean, the prepping was, took a, a good chunk of our time, but I think it really set us up for success. We wanted to make sure we had the market, um, did the research of how many houses are in Ankeny. Um, we just saw the the sky's the limit really in our area and it's been untouched um, brand new. And I think that's been one of our biggest obstacles too, is just getting it out there. Cause as soon as people started hearing about it, they're like, oh my God, that's a great idea. Why didn't we think of it? And so, yeah, just a lot of prep works leading us to a good start. And you both mentioned that you have daughters. What parts of your background kind of made you make this decision one to get out of corporate america and kind of led you down this path how did your family impact that and how did they factor into the decision for me i have two little girls right there eight and eleven now but um, my family was very open to it um, just for the fact my wife knows i've always wanted to be my own boss run my own business and so with this opportunity we had to jump on it um you know i'm very customer service based and just some of the things in the corporate world, you have no control over. So running your own business, working with eventually, hopefully employees, uh, you know, you get to run the show, you get to provide the the directions. And really, for me, it's changing the legacy of my overall family. Um, you know, I was the first one in my family. Uh, my mom and dad both had like eight or nine brothers and sisters, but several generations of cousins 
I was the first one to complete college. So for me, I know I need to continue that advance and push and change our family trajectory. That's awesome. I think it's extremely rewarding to be your own boss. And honestly, I think the best way to do something is to lead by example. So that's awesome, Rolando. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are at the point now that you're running your routes. Um, in the first month or so that you guys have been in the business, how's the public perception been to trash can cleaning in your area? It's been really good. Uh, we've been very surprised at how the people react. Some of the neighbors, like when we're out cleaning cans, some of the neighbors stand out there and they're watching us and the kids love it. Kids are watching it. And the, the individuals that are around when we're there to clean their can, they're even amazed at the beginning and the, and the end process of, of what it looks like, what it can do, um, how it works. Um, you know, I think when people think of can cleaning, they think you're going to show up with, you know, a mop and, and a shovel and you're going to be inside that thing with a, with a hand scrubber. And it's, it's not that way at all. And it's very efficient the way that we, the way that you guys have come up with the systems. And a lot of people are amazed at, at really how that thing works, how the equipment works and, and the process and everything. And they always feel like they want to give you some pointers. So we got a big parade coming up in about a week and a half. They're like, Oh, have you done this? Or have you thought about this? <laughs> we're like, yeah, these are what we're actually, Oh, that's even better idea than I was thinking. <laughs> So they're really engaged. They want to see us succeed. So it's it's just been a cool experience, too, to get their buy-in. How important is community involvement for you guys and your philosophy for the company? Huge. I, I think that's going to, you know, I've always volunteered um, to get, just help the community, right? We want to be role models. So I think this is another platform that we can reach another level. Um, we're looking at sponsoring events and just to help. I don't know, educate the community not only about the trash bin cleaning business, but just overall helping where we can. Yeah, and when we look at the trash bin cleaning business, it is about being clean and being environmental friendly um, with the way that our process is set up. Uh, you know, we collect the, the wastewater, we haul it away. That's one of the things that we promote. And so community thing is a big piece of it when we start talking about you know, keeping a clean environment and more and more social media and more and more individuals are being more open to an environmentally clean atmosphere. And that's something that we help with. So definitely, I think the eco environmental aspect of it is very important because you do that with Clorox and bleach. It's definitely not good to put that down the storm drain. So it's important, I think, to focus on that. And I think everyone is in favor of keeping the community as healthy and safe as possible. And although you guys have been up and running for about a month now, what's been the biggest surprise in starting this business so far? So for me, it's just working with you guys. It's been phenomenal. I mean, talking to John and just getting the education from him and just the support that you guys give has been a huge surprise to me, right? In my corporate realm, I handle a lot of complaints um, on happy customers. So just seeing the type of service you guys provided really was uh, a breath of fresh air just because I, you know, I've never worked with another company like this before, but you guys are very open, like call us anytime. You know, we have all your guys' cell phone numbers, it feels like. Um, but yeah, I think that was the biggest surprise for me is just how helpful you guys are and how educational you guys have provided us. We even took one of John's tips on calling our waste haulers. We've already had like three bins that we've called on behalf of the customer to have them replaced. So I think that's a huge like aha moment for them, like, oh, they are willing to do and help us in whatever way they can. So that was really cool. Thanks, Rolando. Yeah, and I did what Rolando says. You guys have been amazing. 
because his customer service is tremendous. There's a lot of there. And in reality, the day that, you know, we pick up the equipment or the equipment arrives, you guys could really say, oh, we're hands off. It's all yours. We provided, we've done our part of it. We've built your system and, and here you go. Right. Um, but you guys continue to make things better, improve, be there for the people. And I think that speaks volumes um, because it does, it does help somebody like us who's just getting started. I can say, you know, in the beginning, I was like, I know nothing about this at all. Um, but with the support that you guys provide and, and the information, it makes it a, a lot easier and a lot less stressful for a for a new business. Well, thank you guys. You know, for us, we just want the industry to grow. And I mean, when we started 12 years ago, there was no one to call. So it was a pretty lonely <laughs> feeling. You know, my dad, maybe he didn't divulge us, but he really he couldn't even change a light bulb. So he was driving around for an hour trying to change an O-ring. So thank you guys for that. I appreciate it. And, you know, we want you guys to continue growing. And I know, you know, my dad mentioned when you guys were down there that you were really excited and passionate. And I know that that really excites him and everybody on our team. So thank you for that. Um, on the flip side, any crazy stories or crazy encounters since you've been out cleaning cans? Well, I have a, we have a crazy encounter when we went to pick up the trash or our cleaning system, I should say. On our way back, we, we arrived to a, so during travel planning, make sure you know where you're staying because the place we went, um, I don't know how much I should share or what, but <laughs> we Go stopped at a town <laughs> and uh, it was kind of sketchy. I'll just say it that. Mm -hmm. And finally, we were deciding if we were going to stay in town or not. Um, we went to fill up with gas and this car of four ladies pulls up and the driver pops up and she's just wearing underwear. And she's like, Oh, I forgot my pants. But <laughs> back put on her pants. And I'm like, Eric, where are we? Where did we book our hotel? So we can say we stayed till about four in the morning, had to wake our front desk person up from sleeping, which they should have been sleeping. And we drove 19 hours the next day and said, we're just getting home. We're not going to risk it. So planning your travel plan is key to not put yourself in a dicey situation. I'm going to maybe off air have to ask you what area that was to put that on a list of do not stay. Normally I have a list of places to stay, but yep. oh man, that's, that is definitely a wild <laughs> encounter to, to start your, your journey. I'm sure you guys were excited to get the trailer back home and then give you probably an extra boost to hitch him on back up to Iowa. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. For you guys, obviously a lot of planning. I know you guys were very meticulous, which is great because I think I've talked a lot about on this podcast, people get so excited just about the machine but there's steps to take to get to that point for you all. What do you think is the biggest piece of advice you could give to somebody that's in the planning stages? Maybe don't have their machine yet, but what's the best thing they could do while they're waiting? Take the time to study your market and to try to understand how you're going to market that area. Um, it's, it sounds like it's easy in the beginning. It sounds like, Hey, we're just gonna let everybody, everybody know that we're cleaning, cleaning trash cans. Um, but if you're, I would say like in our area, for instance, like Rolando said, you know, our particular city is a fairly decent sized city and it's never been here. So people really don't have any idea when you say you're going to clean a can, they, they, they really don't have any clue what that means. You know, like I said, they think you're going to show up with a hand scrubber and, and some water and you're going to be in there just scrubbing away. And, um, the, the, the process of making sure that you have your market, your, all of your 
business, you know, however you want to set up your entity, um, get all of that in line. Um, I would definitely say if somebody had told me in the beginning, hey, you're going to do a clean cleaning company and you're going to need an accountant and an attorney, I, w I would have said you're crazy. I don't need all of that for that. Um, but after going through the process, it's very essential that you do go farther into that kind that sort of process um, so that you're legally set up correctly. You know, one thing that I went through that we, we happen to be a little bit, uh, I don't want to say lucky here, but, you know, looking to see if, what type of permits you need um, for each different city that you're going to be um, servicing. Or, you know, do they have a solicitation license that you need for that particular city? There's more to it than, than just bringing back a piece of equipment and saying you're going to go start to work. Because you know, the last thing you want to do is spend a bunch of money on getting a business set up and then turn around and find out you get a cease and desist order or something comes up and you're just you're shut down. You can't perform that service anymore. And, and you're sitting there with equipment and all these things that you've invested in and you there's nothing you can do. That makes a lot of sense. And I think for a lot of our clients, it's the small details. Everyone gets pumped about the machine. Understandably so. That's a big piece of the puzzle. But that's really sound advice because people are every state's different. It's a new industry. People don't know enough about it for sure. So I know you guys definitely took the proper steps. And as much as you were antsy for it, you wanted to make sure everything else was in place. So lastly, before I let you go and thank you guys so much for making some time today, what are your goals for your company in the next year? Well, in my eyes and for the next year, I just want to continue our growth really is, you know, in slow and steady is really what our goal is. We don't want to completely be backslashed where we can't even offer the service to people because we're too busy. But yeah, slow and steady, hopefully, you know, next year buy another truck if it gets busy enough. Um, but yeah, eventually long term is hopefully have this as our full time jobs. What are your thoughts, Eric? Yeah, I did know that. Um, just growing it nice, slow and steady, understanding where we're headed, making sure that we're still making correct decisions, that we're not just out there willy nilly. Just, you know, we want to just make sure that it's sound and um, and really cemented in, making sure that the community accepts it and, and we continue to grow and, and word of mouth lately. I know we've only been doing this for a month, but word of mouth from individuals, uh, some of the reviews that we've already gotten on Google and things have, have been great. So just continue the process that we're doing and continue to grow it, grow it the correct way and, and go from there, see where it takes us. Yeah. And just want to piggyback on that a little bit too. I know we asked, you know, what something we'd like to share. I think doing the small things as a new business owner is huge, like rolling the carts back to their garage door. Um, just little things like that, taking the time to talk to them, um, you know, if they just walk out to grab the the bins, I think that was important because we are connecting, communicating with them, and we've had some fun conversations with our clients. So Awesome. Well, this has been some incredible advice, especially for people that are just starting up in the business. Eric Prolando from the Can Cleaners out in Ankeny, Iowa. Thank you guys so much for taking some time today to share some of your insight. I know you guys are just hitting your stride as summer's picking up out in Iowa. Thanks again for making some time. Hopefully we'll have you back on the show very soon. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you.